0: Hello and welcome again to another episode of the Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic: ice is nice, except when too much of it's melting. So, okay. Interesting study came out today dealing with ice melting off of the ice shelves from the Antarctic ice sheet. Now we've talked a little bit about ice melting and sea ice and ice sheets and ice shelves before on a previous podcast, but now we have a new study that's come out that talks about the rate that the ice is melting and how much water it's actually contributing to the oceans. Now, I started this title with this uh, idea of a phrase, ice is nice. Where did that come from? That comes from my past. Uh, I used to work at the Geophysical Institute at the University of Alaska Fairbanks, which is obviously in Fairbanks, Alaska, that institute had a lot of various earth sciences that uh, scientists who are all committed to studying the Arctic and the Antarctic environments and looking at things like climate, tra- climate trends, climate changes. Uh, how the atmosphere, the ocean, the ice, the land surface interact, things like that. So in addition to meteorologists like myself, there were glaciologists. And a glaciologist by the name of Carl Benson, who had been there many years by the time I arrived, and he uh, basically was still there, although he had been retired for a couple of years uh, about the time that I left, he wrote a little song called Ice is Nice. Now, I'm not going to sing that song for you on this particular podcast. Uh, I actually don't have all the lyrics handy uh, with me. It was a nice little ditty, and I do have a decent singing voice, so maybe I'll sing this for you on some future podcast, but not today. Uh, The idea was to just have a fun play on words and say things about Ice being nice because we were all up in the Arctic and there's snow and ice much of the year. And that's one of the things that we all were uh, putting some effort into studying. So uh, glaciology, as we have gone into a period where we believe the climate has been warming, has become a science that went from being a little more obscure and esoteric to one of great global importance. Because we need to know okay in a warming climate how much of the existing antarctic ice sheet greenland ice sheet and sea ice in the arctic ocean and in the southern ocean around antarctica is going to melt and what's that going to do to the global sea level and for those of you who live in the rocky mountains or in the appalachians or even in many parts of the u.s and europe and asia South America and Africa, where you're at an elevation of 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, feet, you probably don't think this matters a whole hell of a lot. And in some ways, it may not matter that much to you. But if you live on the coasts, or if you live on islands, Or even if you don't live there, but you go there on vacations and you like to go to the beach. And if you also are concerned about things like ecosystems in marshes and swamps and river deltas that border the oceans, then the sea level actually matters to you. If you eat fish of any type, shellfish, freshwater fish, saltwater fish sea level and how it interacts with the coast. It matters to you. So this is actually important stuff uh, for many of you. If you don't eat any fish, if you never go to the coasts, if you you know, live in uh, mountains 10,000 feet, plus all the other things I just said, then yeah, you don't care. So in that case, you know, unless you're really interested, you could tune out to the rest of this podcast and it wouldn't make that much difference in your daily life. But for everybody else, here's the thing. This new study that has been published in the prestigious journal Nature uh, today uh, by people who are committed to studying through satellite measurements of various types, and also what we call in-situ measurements, measurements by the actual uh, glaciers and bodies of water that uh, are interacting with each other, they have come up with a revised figure for just how much of the Antarctic ice sheet is melting on an annual basis. And the number is pretty big. It's fairly staggering. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to see sea level jump by feet, you know, in the next month or so while you happen to go out to the beach, but uh, the trends are actually the more interesting piece of the story. So I've been dancing around the story now for a little bit, so I'm going to tell you what the story actually is. And again, these estimates come, are coming primarily from a variety of satellites that have multiple instruments that are designed to look at just how much mass of ice is uh, being uh, melted off of generally ice shelves that are extending from the Antarctic ice sheet out over the Southern Ocean. And so the culprit here is warmer ocean temperatures. They're melting more ice. How much more? 200 billion tons a year are now estimated to be melting and entering the southern oceans and into the ocean system. 200 billion tons. I have trouble imagining that number in terms of an amount of mass. That is a hell of a lot of mass. Although it is not the same order of magnitude as the total amount that we estimate has been melting since the beginning of the modern satellite era, and particularly since we had satellites uh, beginning in about 1992, which were dedicated to these particular types of studies. Since 1992, we think there's been about 2.7 trillion tons of mass of ice lost to the ocean through melting. That's 2.7 2.7 trillion tons in about 25-26 years. So now what this new study suggests is that the annual rate of 200 billion tons a year means that you would lose that same 2.7 trillion tons of ice that we've lost in 25 years now over the next 13. That's about twice as fast. And it's even believed that the accelerating Uh, rate of ice loss is going to continue for a while because ocean temperatures in the southern ocean continue to creep upward to the point where more and more ice is going to either melt or calve and break off into icebergs and then melt and so Where does this all lead? If this process continues to accelerate you can actually plot the points and you can plot a curve and come up with an estimate as to how much sea level is going to rise over the next 60 to 70 years by the turn of the next century, uh, the year 2100. And the estimates are around 50 to 60 centimeters which is about uh, a a little over a a foot and a half to almost one and three quarters feet. So again one and a half to one and three quarters feet doesn't sound like a lot depending on where you are if you are living in the maldives island chain in the indian ocean where the average elevation above sea level is maybe two feet that means that any good tropical cyclone that can come along with a storm surge can bury the islands cause so much erosion that the islands can become uninhabitable And in fact, the government of the Maldives is already making plans to buy property to move the residents to within the next few decades because they believe strongly enough that the islands are going to go underwater permanently under the current uh, climate change regime. If you are along the Atlantic seaboard, uh, a... 1.5 to 1.75 sea level rise will take an awful lot of beach real estate away from you, just with normal everyday tides. Uh, The the shoreline will be a lot closer in uh, to the center of the barrier island chains that uh, are along much of the Atlantic coast. And if you get a tropical storm, the amount of beach erosion is going to be that much greater. You might also have a lot of salt water intrusions into the marshes and swamps that are between the barrier islands and the mainland, and also going up even into river channels and water systems into areas of the mainland that are less protected. You have saltwater intrusions into river deltas like the Mississippi River Delta system. That can have devastating impacts on a lot of species that can only tolerate a certain degree of salt in the water. it will kill off some of them. Uh, they just cannot handle that amount of salt. And you'll have other degradation of the environment. So this is, you know, maybe it's going to take decades for this all to play out. Uh, but it's still important to plan for. We have time. And as long as uh, the path of melting doesn't get that much greater, the degree of melting doesn't increase even more than what our estimates think it's going to be, then we have a shot at trying to plan for this and trying to develop mitigation strategies. But it's interesting work that we need to keep doing. Monitoring the planet that we live on is very important business. It sometimes gets really overlooked. It's not that sexy. But you look at it over the, at the, da, the data you collect over decades, and it's very important stuff. So we'll keep watching. For now, that's all for this edition of the Daily Bolt. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Thanks for listening. If you uh, like this podcast and you'd like to see us expand, please feel free to become a patron. But otherwise, feel free to subscribe, share, follow, and tell your friends about this podcast podcast and let them listen as well. That We give you this podcast for free, so uh, we'd like to ask you to share it with those that you know. For now, this is The Daily Bolt. I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Good night, good afternoon, good morning, and God bless.